I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. Glory to God. I'm David Weeder. This is my son, Ryan Weeder. Hello. He's joining us for a few <laughs> times. And we're having a good time, and you're going to have a good time, and we're going to have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity to share your word, to preach and teach. Uh, the oracles of God is such an honor and such a privilege, and we take it lightly in the way of joy and in the way of happiness, but we take it very seriously in the way of hearing your voice saying what you want said so that people can live and enjoy their life. Have it in abundance. Father, we thank you for helping us, speaking through our lips, thinking through our minds. We open our minds, our, our hearts are receptive, and we will accomplish that which you have us to have for us to accomplish in these broadcasts in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Well, we're talking about the life of God, the Zoe life of God. Turn with us over to John chapter 10, and we're going to read verses 10 and 11. And, uh, we're going to see out of the words of the master himself that the thief, that would be Satan, comes not but for. Okay, so this is the only reason Satan comes around. This is his, this is his purpose. This is what he does day in, day out. He does not do good for you. He cannot bless you for there is no blessing in him. This is all he does. He comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. That's what the devil does. You got any stealing in your life? Devil's behind it. You got any death in your life? The devil's behind it. Mm -hmm. You got any destruction taking place in your home? The devil is behind it. He doesn't do anything else. Yeah. All right. But I am, aha, the I am, glory to God, comes that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. oh, I am, here's the I am, he's talking about himself again, mm -hmm. the good shepherd. That's why he came to bring life. He's the good shepherd. Good shepherds do not go around slaughtering their sheep. <laughs> they, they, they work themselves out of a job. <laughs> it's a bit counterproductive. Really quickly. <laughs> I am come that you might have life. Now, in last, in last week's broadcast, we saw that he got his life from the Father. Mm -hmm. It is, in essence, the very nature of God himself. Mm -hmm. So I want to recap a little bit and go over to 2 Peter chapter 1 and find out something very very exciting. You cheated, put a marker over there, didn't That's you? That's exactly what oh, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was ahead of you. Smarter than your average bear. <laughs> All right, so 2 Peter chapter 1, and 
we're going to look down, we're going to start in verse 3. And the first thing that we see about this is that according as his divine power has. Well, now see, that's past tense. Mm -hmm. So this isn't talking about something that we're going to experience in the sweet by and by when we get to heaven. He's already done this. According to his divine power has given unto us all things. You know what the all means in in the Greek? Do you know what the word all means in Greek? I'm going to guess it means all. It means all. Yeah. 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 You know what it means in Hebrew? I'm going to take another guess and say all. It means all. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Pretty much. Yeah. It covers everything. (laughs) All things that pertain unto life and unto godliness Mm -hmm. uh, through the knowledge. Oh, man. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Man, you can preach on every single word in these, you, you absolutely <laughs> these verses. Yeah. Man, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. He's talking about the word of God, the written word that we have here. Those promises have been given to us. Great and precious promises that by these, by these promises, by the things contained in the word of God, that you might be made partaker of the divine nature. Mm-hmm. By the word of God, you have the ability to have the very nature of God. Now, we're going to go ahead and read this over in 1 Peter chapter 1. We're going to, out of the mouth of, of two or three witnesses, we're going to give you a second witness for this. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and uh, verse 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Being born again. Okay, so now this is talking about the, the time period which you receive Jesus as your Lord and your human spirit is recreated. Okay, that's, that's the time period we're talking about here. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Wow. Incorruptible seed. People are so familiar with the natural biological ramifications of this. Yeah. You know, you hear all the time people talking about, oh, well, it's in my DNA. You know, it's, yeah. it's I'm genetically predisposed, predisposed yes. to being fat. Yeah. You know, or I'm genetically predisposed to being susceptible to a particular sickness or disease. Mm-hmm. But when you get born again, you're genetically Re- predisposed to life. Mm-hmm. You're genetically predisposed to the nature of God. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. Because I know you've had, you know, uh, a little bit of Ryan's background. He works as a as a prayer minister. That's what he does. I mean, he hundreds of people a day, you know, he's praying for and, and, and ministering with and things like that. And, 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 and I've been in ministry long enough to know as well, there's some wild things yes. 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this because I, I know for a fact you you've been asked something similar. Okay. What what do you think the likelihood is? God's nature being what God's nature and God being who God is, mm -hmm. what's the possibility of him getting COVID? None. None. I would say, I would say zero. It, yeah. It, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe negative. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure it's negative because if COVID did happen to come into contact with him, it would be gone. Oh, now and see. And put into the negative. Now you get me all, you get me started on a whole different issue because the Bible says he's an all-consuming Yep. Fire. So I'm pretty sure it's negative 100%. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure that's exactly absolutely. what it is. Well, you say, you say, well, Brother David, that's just ridiculous to think God could get COVID. It is just as ridiculous to think you can. Yeah. I didn't stutter. I didn't tiptoe around. It should be, in your thinking, just absolutely as utterly ridiculous and absolutely out of the realm of possibility to think that you could get COVID or cancer or diabetes or anything else as it is to think that God or Jesus right now sitting in heaven at God's right hand mm -hmm. could. Yeah. It is impossible when you know your rights and privileges, the life of God that's inside you and how to apply it. I know there's a couple ifs there, but stay with us because we're going to tell you what the ifs are and how to apply it. All right? Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, what this, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of um, actually right around the time that we started these broadcasts, that really big revelation that hit me and that we were filled to all fullness with the power of God. Yeah. And you're exactly right. It is that all-consuming fire. Um, and it says that in Ephesians 3, that we are filled to all fullness with the power of God, that all-consuming fire. And when you're filled, full, to the very brim, overflowing, pressed down, shaken together, and running over with that all-consuming power of God, read, uh, and I was, again, telling you this, read some descriptions of Jesus now. Go to the book of Revelation when John sees Jesus and oh. realizing that that's the power that's in you. <clears throat> and... Really, there's, I mean, like a single-celled organism, a virus, really, is it's just, I mean, it's just nothing. Well, I had, I had no intention whatsoever of sharing this in this broadcast, but since the Holy Spirit <laughs> apparently <laughs> is bringing this up quite strongly, it, you know, somebody out there, this will help. The last time that I was sick in my body was September of 2015 mm -hmm. at, the, um, at a meeting... That, w that we had mm. in South Carolina mm -hmm. um, that, that Brother Copeland had that I was with him at. And a lot of people uh, uh, around me at that during that particular meeting had some kind of an upper respiratory chest flu type mm -hmm. thing. And they had congestion and high fever and, and it was just a mess. Well, I don't think this way, never have. But the thought came to me, you know, you better keep to keep your distance from these people because uh, you don't want to catch this. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the embarrassing part of this. Even <laughs> after all of the years, since the time I was five, I've been listening to Brother Copeland mm -hmm. and the authority of the believer yeah. and who you are in Christ Jesus. Well, that thought came to me. Well, you better keep your distance. You don't want to catch this. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the fig tree talked to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He said, you ain't, getting no, yeah, you ain't getting no fruit off me today. Yeah. Okay, well, let sickness talk to me. Mm. The answer to it, I heard in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And the answer was, no, it's impossible for me to be sick. Mm -hmm. And I went to say it, and I stopped. Yeah. And I thought, well, that, that, that sounds a little arrogant. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say it. <laughs> Jesus answered the fig tree, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I had a very similar experience. Within a matter of a couple hours, mm -hmm. I was sicker than a dog. Yeah. And it didn't take my light and fast mind very long to realize, realize uh-oh, I done messed up here. Yeah. Repented, got things right. I went ahead and answered the sickness with the answer the Holy Spirit had given me. And, it, you know, it didn't take too long and all the symptoms were gone and, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But I got to thinking, why? Why, <laughs> why did I have a problem yeah. with that? And the Lord took me down this study that lasted for months and months and months. And it started with him living on the inside of me. Yeah. The greater one, 1 John uh, chapter 4, verse 4, the greater one mm -hmm. lives inside of us. And he stopped me and said, what does that mean? Well, if you ask most Christians... Does Jesus live inside of you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, immediately. Yes, yes, sir. Jesus lives in me. If you ask them to close their eyes and mentally picture what, what is that? What, mm -hmm. what does Jesus look like? They're going to answer you like they're thinking about the man on the shore of the Seas of, Sea of Galilee. Yeah. White robe, big, like yeah. satin. Extra. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 If they've got a little bit more, uh, more understanding insight than they, you know, they know about the shawl, the rabbi, yeah. the rabbinical shawl and yeah. things like that. Beard and yeah. But he doesn't look like that right now. No. You just brought that up in Revelation. Mm -hmm. Bronze color. Yeah. And Ezekiel, oh, Ezekiel saw him and he said, he's a fire from the loins up and a fire from the loins down. Yeah. And Hebrews says he's an all-consuming fire. Yeah. And the book of Isaiah, matter of fact, let me just read that to you. Because this has to do with what, matter of fact, we, we, were, <laughs> we were supposed to go over to that scripture here in just a few minutes. <laughs> I'm getting you, um, getting you ahead of schedule. Oh, man, the Holy Ghost is moving, though. He's all over this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah 33, 14 and 15, it says the sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has surprised the hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and not, read not that. Not pulling many punches. No, no, go ahead and read the rest of that. Uh, who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? The devouring fire. Yeah. Okay, now we know what we're talking about. Go ahead. Uh, who amongst us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Everlasting burnings. Sounds like our Jesus to me. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. Here sums it up. He that walketh righteously. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, just, I was going to give you your moment yeah, there. I was just, Sometimes you've got to celebrate. <sighs> yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, he that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly. He that despiseth the gain of a... No, no, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Oh, okay. So he that walketh righteously. So, so the sinners and the hypocrites... They're rightfully afraid yeah. of 
dwelling and living with the fire, the all-consuming, <laughs> devouring fire. Turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We are just going all kinds of different directions here, but it's uh, Holy Spirit directed, so it's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Cre uh, creature. <laughs> I got mixed up because one translation says a new creation, mm -hmm. a new species of being that had never existed before that moment. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Uh, go on down to, for a sake of time. Go down to verse 21. For he has made him to be sin for us, Jesus, who knew no sin, that what? That we might be made the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. You've been made the righteousness of God. You can live with a devouring, all-consuming fire because he's in us. Yeah. He lives in us. Now, go to Habakkuk. Now, this is, this is I'm, I'm telling you a process that the Lord took me through over months of study. Habakkuk, uh, chapter, you there? I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, you're working on it, okay. Habakkuk chapter three, verse four. Uh, and his brightness was as the light and had horns coming out of his hands and therein was the hiding place of his power. Now, one translation says lightning like shafts of splendor shooting from his hands. Wherein is the hiding place of his power? Next verse now, verse five, before him went the pestilence and burning coals went forth at his feet. Now, pestilence is plagues, and it specifically means malignant and contagious diseases, which are deadly and devastating. That's in Luke uh, 21, verse 11, in Amplified Classic Version, that's how it describes pestilences. Burning coals are literally translated in the Hebrew, that's burning diseases. Uh, it's fever, inflammation. You, 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 you tie all that in together, put the definitions together, and deadly contagious diseases like COVID or anything else of that nature, the plague, you know, whatever. And, and, and inflammation diseases, fevers and, and, calam and, and uh, maladies of all sorts flee from before his feet. Mm -hmm. that, that, and, and the Lord gave me a mini vision on this. <laughs> Do you remember the, the scene in Bambi <laughs> of the forest fire? Yeah, I know exactly what you were talking about. All the about. animals just running and fleeing from before that all-consuming fire. Mm -hmm. That's what sickness and diseases do before the feet of Jesus. The fire from his loins up, the fire from his loins down, the all-consuming fire. Sicknesses and diseases flee from before his feet. If not, if they choose not to flee, they are burnt to a crisp. It is, he is the devouring, all-consuming 
fire. We just read in Isaiah, anything not righteous. Mm -hmm. Well, sickness and disease in your body is not righteous. No. It cannot live with the all-consuming fire. Yeah. But it flees before his feet. Now, turn over to second, uh, uh, I believe it's first Corinthians. I'll have to look. Let me look real quick. I hope it's obviously. They're, they're both very similar. Not planning <laughs> <laughs> to go here, but the Lord, the Holy Spirit had different plans. So um, let me look. I think it is. I'll tell you what, while you're looking at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while you're looking for Lay that, it on us. Um, I was just thinking about something. Um, uh, it, was, it was an immediate connection for me between um, you've been made, an, uh, we've been a, made a new creature. We've been made a new creation. Um, and really, when Jesus went to that cross, you were made to be that. It's not that there was a, just a transformation that took place. You know, you've, you've been made like new. It's not a New Year's resolution type of change. Mm-hmm. It's part of who you are now. It is what you have been made to be. And in the same way, it talks about in Romans 12, you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That word transform in the Greek is uh, metamorpho, which is where we get the word metamorphosis, like, like a caterpillar going through metamorphosis into a butterfly. Now, the really interesting thing, and I don't think I've told you this before. A holding um, out on revelation? A holding out on revelation, <laughs> but uh, also a holding out on an animal fact. Oh. I know. I know. It's pretty major. <laughs> For those of you that don't know me super well, I... I know a lot of animal facts from growing up, just enjoying learning about them. But when um, a caterpillar goes through metamorphosis, uh-huh. it doesn't just grow wings and get skinny. The entire body of the caterpillar melts. It turns into a liquid. It just completely becomes a liquid inside the cocoon. Oh, wow. It's completely broken down to the cellular, cellular level and then put back together and reformed into a butterfly. And when Jesus went to that cross, when you accepted salvation, when you were made that new creature, when you've been transformed through the renewing of your mind, that's what happened to you. You weren't, you know, you weren't transformed through working out and losing some weight. It was, like I said, it wasn't a New Year's resolution thing. Mm-hmm. Your old man was broken down cell by cell to the tiniest level, completely melted and put back together by God into a completely new creature. Oh, wow. That'd be like taking a Volkswagen, mm-hmm. melting it down in a furnace, yep. and recreating a BMW out of it. That's exactly what that would be like. Wow, that is, that's amazing. Yeah. On top of that, I've got one added thing, and it's that they remember, right? They, they can remember and recall old memories and sensations. When you're born again, completely melted down and transformed, that doesn't mean that the enemy is not going to try to come at you with the same things, trying to impact you and affect you. Mm -hmm. But you're a new creature. So what? You know, the the way that they did this was they would shock a caterpillar, right? Anytime it smelled a certain smell, they would shock it and give it a negative effect. And they did the same thing with uh, with a butterfly. You know, but the same butterfly, after it was melted down and reformed, they went at it and shocked it again, trying to bring about that negative sensation, but it's a butterfly. It just flew away. It had a negative response to it, Yeah. but it just flew away. Wow. 
And it's the same thing. Your old man was melted down, destroyed, taken apart. Melt, the melted beetle. Yeah. Put back together into a butterfly, created completely new. And even if and when the devil comes against you with those attacks that have worked in the past against you, who cares? You're a child of God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're above it. Glory to God. That's the life and the power and the nature of God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it does, and it's inside of you. Now, let me go back real quick. We're going to end the broadcast with this. Now, I'll re remind you back in Habakkuk chapter 3 and 4, we talked about burning diseases, pestilences, contagious diseases flee from before the feet of God because he's an all-consuming fire. Mm -hmm. Well, look at this in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And verse 16. And let's see. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them. He is in you. His hands are in your hands. Mm -hmm. His feet are are in your feet, and if pestilences and burning diseases flee from before his feet, they should flee before your feet. That was the last time sickness and disease ever took hold in my body. I have walked for since September 2015. I was never very sick before that, but I sure yeah. hadn't been sick since then. Glory to God, the fire of God. Fire himself lives inside me, is lives inside Ryan, and he lives inside you if you have made Jesus your Lord because it's him living in you that makes the difference. Don't go anywhere because I'll be re right back to tell you more about that. I want to read you something out of Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 12 says, In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of him. Talking about Jesus. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulation for you, which is your glory for this cause. I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Today, I want to invite you to become part of the family with all of the family rights and privileges. Well, how do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's right here in Romans chapter 10. That if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is that easy. It wasn't easy for Jesus. He went through hell to provide it for you. But it's that easy for us. Come join the family today. Just say this. Father, I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead. And right now I make confession with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. Take my life, sir, and do something with it. It's that easy. In the name of Jesus, you have just been named. 
with the name of God. Welcome to the family. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make these broadcasts possible. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, be sure to follow us on Instagram, and you can also listen to our broadcast on iTunes. Contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380 to send praise reports, request prayer, or for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner. Mama, call.